Welcome back to another episode of Nach Daily with Ezra Perik 3. The main theme in this chapter is about how the Jews in Yerushalayim at that time began to build the second base HaMikdash. The chapter opens by telling us that in the beginning of the month of Tishrei on Rosh Hashanah, the Jews in Yerushalayim began to unite as one. Rav Schwab points out that this was done intuitively. The nation had a desire to bring korbanos for Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. The Radmad Wali notes that this is no coincidence. The month of Tishrei is when as Shem's 13 attributes of Rachmim shine down and illuminate the world. That awesome light brought about the desire to connect to God on a deeper level to build the Mizbeach for Hashem. The Pesukim also mentioned that one of the reasons they built the Mizbeach is because they feared that the other nations alongside whom they were living in Eretz Yisrael would object to their resettling of the land. They felt a sense of urgency to bring Korbanas as a prayer that they not be harmed while rebuilding the second base Hamikdash. The Jews led by Yehoshua Yehoshua ben Yehotzadek, also known as Yeshua in Kolegado, and Zerubbabel ben Shaltiel began to rebuild the Mizbeach to offer korbanos on a regular basis to Hashem. Indeed, the daily korbanos now became reestablished. The Radmad Wali notes and points out that the concept of korbanos is to be mekasher the elyonim with the tachtonim, to connect the upper worlds and the lower worlds. The entire dear idea of the Beis HaMikdash was to bring heaven down to earth as a house for God. Klai Yisrael now celebrated Sukkot properly with all the korbanos for the first time since the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. This was a truly momentous occasion for the nation. Seventy years prior, they had been sent to Galas, and now their holiest site was being restored. It represented the Shekhinah coming back into the midst of the nation, knowing that Hashem hadn't left them and gave Am Yisrael tremendous hope. That the fact that Hashem has returned us to Eretz Yisrael nowadays, after 2,000 years of exile, should also give each one of us hope and faith that the full redemption will take place eventually. The construction of the second base Hamikdash was underway. The foundations were put in place and money was given for stones, food, water, and oil. The Sidonians and the Tyrrhenians were hired to bring cedar trees from Lebanon. Zerubbabel ben Shaltiel and Yoshua ben Yotzadak appointed Levium 20 years old and up to work at the base Hamikdash. When the foundations were complete, the Kohanim and Levium broke out their trumpets and special clothing and began to sing words of Tehillim to Hashem for all the good he had done for them. With mixed emotions, it filled the air, the crowd at the inauguration ceremony, the older Kohanim and Levim who had seen the first base Hamigdash cried. Although they were overwhelmed with happiness, the second base Hamigdash wasn't as magnificent as the first. The mixture of joy and tears were heard from afar. Rav Schwab notes that this mixture characterized the 420 years during which the second base Hamigdash stood. To have a house for God again was a dream come true, but for most of its existence it was ruled by Persia, Greece, and finally Rome. It was only for a short period of time when the Hashmonan ruled that the base Hamikdash was seemingly independent from foreign powers. Re- the Ramchal in Sefer Mishkanei Elyon explains that the design of the second base Hamikdash was a hybrid of the first and the third one about which Yechezkel Navi spoke. The nation understood that it was only a respite until it would eventually be destroyed and we would have to wait for the third base Hamikdash to be built. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nachneli. May we merit seeing the third base Hamikdash built before our very own eyes. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.